1998, I founded the Kalamazoo Poetry Slam. I did it because I had a few talented friends who needed a place to take their art to the next level. And because I knew there had to be more voices out there waiting to be heard. And because I wanted to go to an open mic where at least two out of three poems didn't suck. My name is Tracy Smith, and this is the KZU Slamcast. This is Slam Later, like the poems are like, you dirty fucking whore. But this is one of the good ones from the beginning. My ears reach the suburban noise of night. There's a question asked in one limited moment to never cross I am the Smith. I am the poet. I am the Industrial Revolution. No longer bright as fireflies. Welcome to the KZU Slamcast. First, a bit of clarification, redaction, maybe. I can't remember if I mentioned this at all, honestly. I think I might have, because I was very excited about it. A week or so ago, I discovered what I thought was a recording of Buddy Wakefield's first feature in Kalamazoo which I have been unable to find. Turns out I was wrong. However, the good news, the recording I discovered, was a third feature that he did for us that I completely forgot about. Uh, It took place in 2002, so it's coming up in a few weeks. So just in case I mentioned it and you're looking forward to it, I thought we'd be rewinding to earlier in 2001 for his first feature, but it's actually his third feature that's coming up. This week's show, which is not Buddy Wakefield, but still very, very good, is a bit of a little bit more timeline cleanup. We're going back to June 26th of 2001. The host is Carrie Worla. The feature poet is Patrick Sanchez from Chicago. He's great. There's some musicians in the open mic. Got a little Brooke Pridemore, Stacy Kovac, and Patrick brought an accompanist, accompanist, accompanist. He brought a guitar player with him uh, for a couple of his pieces in his set. So yeah, I gotta get another cup of coffee. Enjoy the show. I seem a bit sluggish to you right now. See why I picked this one? Because we all seem a bit sluggish. If I seem a bit sluggish to you right now, it's because I've just woken up. You see, I've been living my life all out of sequence. I crawled from the crypt at birth, got married as a child, went through a midlife crisis at 10, suffered three heart attacks and two strokes by 16. By the time I graduated from high school, I was ready for the crypt again. But I had been dead for a very long time. My ears stopped with wax. My vocal cords removed and placed in a pillbox. I had just gotten the embalming fluid out of my veins. I took a nap and became a born-again Rip Van Winkle, sleepwalking through years of so-called living. With eyes shut tight, I tightrope walked a path of planned interactions, weddings, funerals, forgettable jobs, acquaintances come and gone. Decisions made by default. I governed myself in absentia. What I knew of the world was what I was fed by peers and elders. I was a smiling, well-adorned sponge. I was breathing, walking, talking, snoring. So when I tell you I just woke up, 
I mean it. Slowly, slowly these last few years, I have regained consciousness. I had the use of all five senses again, and then some. After years of apathetic atrophy, this physical body needs to live. It's crying out for mountaintops and ocean bottoms, expanses of space and microcosms. It's longing for jungles and deserts, tundra and savannas. It wants salty, sweet, sour, and spicy all in one bite. It wants to fly and swim and climb and jump and run and laugh. Our manifestations here are painfully brief. A hundred years is just not enough to squeeze it all in. I've wasted too much of it already. This undead existence has got to stop now. I had it all wrong before. I've been living this life all inside out and backwards. There are things I know now I should have known all along. I can never have too many friends. There is no such thing as too much love. There is no such thing as too much fun. There is no such thing as too much sex. There are an infinite number of good causes worth fighting for. Television is not a substitute for living. Knowledge comes in books, but it also comes in children, fireflies, nosebleeds, and seashells. These things I should have known all along. This is no daydream. I may still be rubbing the sand out of my eyes, but I can see round the bending of the universe. My image is smiling back at me from the reflecting pond, and it's good to be alive again. That's Todd Bannon, and I'm gonna shamelessly plug him. You, you can find it in his new book. But uh, beyond that, um, I said I was going to do a bunch of kind of new things tonight. So um, this is one of those rant kind of poems, but it's not a rant, but uh, whatever. So a friend of mine was uh, mentally abused for six years by this guy. And this poem is called The Groove is in the Record. Hips, the groove. One night, the record. I saw him graffiti spit across her face. It strut down her cheeks and made wicked lines of her makeup. I saw her become no more than a wooden dial attached to strings that he pulled to bend knee, yank arm up, spread mouth at tip-top speed to create dialogue. Dropped her in the road to be branded by tire treads. The sound, no more than wood against wood. A wind chime broken, busted wind flute, a puppet that releases a hard yelp that spins in the doorway during an October rain. He claimed he would be her first percussionist. He would be her last. You see, the groove was in the wreckage, the aftermath of finger to finger, hip to hip, tongue to tongue in between the strobe light songs, and freedom became a seven-minute track that wrung the sweat from under her arms behind her knees, the stalk that stuck to her forehead and smelled, the skin she left on his cheeks, his lips, his hands. And dangerous became the one step she didn't take from the center of the crowd before the song cut out. And she was stuck inside the groove, her feet still bargaining with the ceiling and gravity to bring down the joint. Bring it down, lay it down into tiny smithereens, into a top's paper, tongue it's healed, and smoke it. She passed out over the railroad tracks of his groins and waited for the train headlight to blare like a sun two inches in front of her eyelids, blinded before the dilation of her pupils, before he could whisper a soft tweedle-dee, tweedle-dum into the deep hollow of her insatiable earlobe. She became the soft tweedle-dee, tweedle-dum he never whispered into her ear. She became the blue bamboo lines bending to wet themselves in the oceanic endless of her eyes. And then she became a fog.
permeating the empty rooms of his mind, traveling without feet from doorway to hallway to doorway, a guttural yelp that spins in an October rain. She became the graffiti artist that smeared her makeup across his face to spell the groove he mangled in a mainstream popular culture title track of a three-time platinum album. An almond became the groove that's in the record, a jive and unadulterated dulcimer ditty, pummeling earphones that she forces herself to wear, a lonely warning on a subway platform. Well, he searched her apartment for things to steal, lifted the stains from sheets to remove the evidence, gave her the laughter of his own diaphragm, pressed the bass boost button and made it palpable until she walked around crushing it on the pads of her fingers and it became sticky and she touched things leaving his mark for him she is a jive truth be told one time buckling howl of never glowing the gradient fill that is only background on a television set her closed caption heartbeat counted in white numbers at the bottom of his screen a graffiti artist who smears her elbows into her sides into her sweatshirt into a wall who scribbles her portrait on a 995 overpass in the night's middle humming that bent song that he taught her to the misunderstood rhythm and tremble of her own two thighs. Thank you. Write a song. Words came so easily. Just like it used to be between you and me. That's what it seems to be Love I thought that you had for me Was just a dream And no, and I don't want to wait All of my life for the ghost of a love Cause I've spent all my time Just running away Hiding from love The ghost of a love Sometimes I go away And since I've been back this way I can't find your smile You said that you would wait That love would protect yourself But now the feelings you once had shown Are now ghosts themselves Oh, no, and I don't want to wait ghost of our love cause I've spent all my time just running away hiding from love the ghost of our love well I sometimes feel the love that's sent for me you don't know what love is you don't know what love is what I see that ship sent to rescue me no Love can't seem to locate me. No. Oh, and I don't want to wait all of my life for the ghost of a love. Cause I've spent all my time just running away, hiding from love, the ghost of a love.
Thanks. It always happens I go out of tune on that song. But I'll keep going. Doctor said no Novocaine. He said I'm almost through. I don't think I could stand the pain. So what am I supposed to do? God just got a lawyer. He feels he's taken to seriously Jesus sleeps on my floor I guess he likes my company Well he likes my company Yeah very much. Yeah, microphone origami going on up here. All right, so what do you all think of Patrick? 
You're all going to stick around and hear him do that lots and lots and lots, lots more later on. Okay, next up we have, oh, and by the way, be sure to drink lots and lots of beer and, and tip the, the funky fro back there. Tip the fro. All right, next up we have Jeremy, and after Jeremy, we have Laurel. So let's bring him on up. Go, 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 go.
uh, it's a two-piece thing. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. All right.
trying to make money for my road trip in a week, so.
it again. You're an open book, but I want a second look and I can skim right But I 
Thank you. I just really quick want to wish the uh, the poetry team good luck at nationals because I'm going to be gone for about two months, so I won't be back for a while. And uh, I just think this place is really great, and uh, all you guys are great, and you know. I'll miss you guys too. Actually, I'm going to Seattle too, but I'm going to be leaving the week you're getting there. I, I can, because then I have to. <laughs> I would love to, but then I have to go south, though. But good luck. All right, and this is that. I don't know what this is. All right, this is called $4 Picture Frame, and there's a quote. The dream that kicks the buried from their sack and takes their trash, honored like the quick. This is the world. Have faith. Dylan Thomas. I want to own a cabin on a Mexican hillside. I want to swallow the sunlight until I glow and spill into a stranger's window as if I were drunk and rain. I want to be useful. I want to massage the naked hands of my wife. I want to teach. I will not let my brain die. One by one, until we are standing by sides, or dry, fallen, rustled into a pile, and brushed off the surface of the earth, I want to embrace my dreams, to know their full scope and distances, to not only find them appetizing in my tumultuousness, like the skinned and hanging meat at market, hooked and dangling, lost in the fields of the world, the sort that stinks up storefronts and boulevards, waiting to be diced and seasoned, inevitably digested by us all, laced with dismalness and holidays, plump full with deodorants and perfumes, fattened by recorded sitcoms and newsreels and birthdays and marriages and morticians and dinner parties and shots of whiskey and car rides and indifferences and the smell of a subway and light switches and pastries and live jazz and misdemeanors and monies. And what of these dreams? Are they somehow interweaving? Settling like a shirt sleeve on a stranger's shoulders, on our children's shoulders. And how will they be when we next see them? Maybe their corners will be wilted and lodged between glass and cardboard in a $4 picture frame. Maybe they'll be mumbling in the corner of a studio apartment, dust-covered and angry, huddled without skin, side by side in fat piles, swollen and stinking from too many days under the wide open of the sky. Still, they could be thirsty lying on the mat outside our front doors in a vastness so huge they simply unfold into our stomachs. In Chicago, right, it's really typical for someone to get up on stage and read a poem that's all like, it's just really fast and they're, I don't know, saying something like, and I was twisting and I was falling and I was falling and I was twisting and I was looking at you in the eyes and I was looking at you in the eyes and I was twisting and I was falling and, you know, and you're like, what the hell did you just say? So, so, and I, I've done shit like that, like countless times, so I decided it was about time I make fun of my own shit. So, this is called He Said, She Said. Leves, Bio, Quaalude, Tangent, Mumbling, Jum Jum, Tabo, Bleatland, Sandra, Play Whale, Stiddle Puff, Puff, Tit Tatulating on the Wignit, Stratster, Lictoblites, Oron, Cinerating, and every now and then it gets Sidual Aster, Quakeable, and Slidgers off. Casmeal and what's over top of uh, chest buttons, or if a pew singing like a radio blade or a handheld, and I hear it in the parge, musing and leeling, brattling, hipster like shaking at me with a sit, sit, wheeling and wheeling and wheeling. 
A condor mapping knuckles along Basper arches along Basper skin Stittle blue and pixel gray Give no, take, give no, take me She said give no, take, give no, take me She said with a wrist effable ear cast An anomalous peel between frail fringes You see last take sufficient Plot atop a boom boom and wantlin' this shit Oh, a wrangler tang tang tanglin' Plot atop a boom boom, no, a wantlin' this shit Fist to origin, hot face, dent for smitten And musty left in the ah, bob stick limit Catching like a heel lead or a wax nail and I just want to see you blot atop a boom boom She said heated and washed and swiggle from your eye forge She said your face is every painting I just want I just want you to know your linearable grayitude A pitiful nugget boxed in justice and justice and justice Your face is every painting she said So I replied Man, I can't love a B.O. Quaid, Lutangent, mumbling jump jump. My chest is tadpole, bleeding, a saturated place, tails, little puff puff. My heart beat beat, a tit tattling on the signet band and lictal type. Oh, run, incinerate, no Ryan, and every now and then it is me, situal alabaster, and along your eye washes with my mouth. Billioning and billioning, you fawn step along tear fields, finding ore for pew and candle canes and knee cream. Shit, I don't need you. I do not need you this way, like a lead fuse or a bottled word. I do not need you like an excuse or a ginter puck when I am in the dark staring at you with a sister and we. Wheeling and wheeling? What the fuck is that? A condor mapless and careening along knuckles and basper parts? Give no take, give no take? Where is the mandel hark and the strange ringlet hallmark make out and the eater tabby between steel parameters and wrangling becomes tangling and tangling becomes tangled and I'm tangled and wrangling and wrangling and tangling you and fist of blue and noose cold face and dangling from your neck? Shit! I said death for smitten his manhole likeness. Chargling, bewhittling, fist, a rowing hand, a roam of mouth and stitches, hair pinning into hard ball and gourd shell. Still a puff, puff, hard. Beat, beat, a tit tattling, boxed in justice and justice and justice. What's your problem, bitch? You are every painter. What? The sound of brushes along canvas, the contorting of my eyelashes, and the bugle of my lips. And the bugle of my lips. You are the bugle of my lips. So, um, <laughs> tonight I said I was all about trying out some new shit, because whatever. This is supposedly the friendliest room in the Midwest. That's what I've been told by Lucy Anderton, so you all know. So, I'm going to go ahead and let that shit flow. All right. <laughs> this is called American Noise. The word he said to me, my grandpapa calls people like you wet back. You see, I found it in the tapping of my fingers Along a branch of wood rooted in dirt As I waited for a response from a stranger I heard it in the rain, pitted against dirt Losing itself in the length of passing time I held it in a calamity of tears That found my face like the rain in a world Without ceilings when I could not climb I wore the singe of language across my eyes like a wall And sometimes people don't understand Yeah, sometimes they do not try You see, I found it in the tapping of my fingers Along a drumhead contorting effort of my heart Beating against the convent of my flesh And I was frustrated and I was lost So I beat a little harder, I breathe a little less I found the twisted member of my tongue Pitted it against the rain to shout Or to drizzle through the broken sky I held it from the world in a calamity of tears That broke on the streets of America 
and burst louder than rain. So I beat a little harder, I breathe a little less. Yeah, I beat a little harder, I breathe a little less. I gathered all the syllables that make my name. I tried to exclaim it to another. But it was lost inside an alleyway A mailbox a ghetto, a mailbox a ghetto I wore the singe of language across my face like a prayer I tried to tell you that I was here Struggled to let you know my opinion Button broken mumbles and gas for air I beat a little harder, I breathe a little less Yeah, I beat a little harder, I breathe a little less I beat a little harder, I breathe a little less Well, I beat a little harder, I breathe a little less And I was frustrated and I was lost I pounded out a rhythm in fists of rage I tried to tell you just who I was But my own family said Cállate la boca si entrate my own family said, Cállate la boca si entrate. I lost myself in the rhythm. I lost myself in the rhythm. I lost myself in the rhythm. That became a song, that became a noise, that became to blame, that became America, that became a song, that became a noise, that became to blame, that became America. And I was forgotten just like a word, and I was forgotten just like a word. So I beat a little harder, I breathe a little less. Yeah, I beat a little harder, I breathe a little less. Well, I beat a little harder, I breathe a little less. And I was forgotten just like a word. And I was forgotten just like a word I found in the tapping on my fingers Along a branch of wood rooted in dirt As I waited for a response from a stranger He said to me I hear it in the rain, pitted against dirt Losing itself in the length of passing time My granddaddy calls you people I held it in a calamity of tears That found my face like the rain in a world Without ceilings when I could not climb Wet back I wore the singe of language across my eyes like a wall And sometimes people don't understand Yeah, sometimes they do not try Sometimes people don't understand Silence Sometimes they do not try Sometimes you do not try Sometimes you do not try Thank you. That was some scary shit to do, man. Ah. So, the guy, <laughs> thank you. The guy that was uh, cool enough to drive me all the way out here tonight and drive me back is going to play a little bit of music to this piece that um, was written a long time ago. I just finished it recently. And it's called One Night Stand, A Stand of One, The Night I Lost My Virginity. Jesus fixture, guilt and marriage. My mother was great at guilt. My father all about finding me a wedding. 
I grew up in uniform, surrounded by priests and tabernacles, nuns and rosaries. I'm one half Irish, one half Mexican. I'm not married. I was the third of almost 50 grandchildren to go to college, and I'm not a virgin. I stopped praying when I was 14, the same year I met her. I had this friend, she said to me, he drinks tequila straight. Her eyes were two brown belts of October sky that unbuckled to her bedroom. Her fingers were long streams of milk and Jane's addiction was on the radio. Her hair was worn up for the taking down. She took my virginity on the top of a bunk bed. It was Friday night. I remember seeing wood vertical by wood horizontal, my sister's kindergarten crucifix, keys, barrettes crisscrossed, and she was attic size on top of me, lurching in a solemn church, altar boy feet angled, oops, flower stems cracked in gray boxes, cage clay crutches, praise him, sons and daughters, as she called out, God, oh God, oh God, God, shit, God, and I didn't know why, I didn't know what I did, was it right, was, was it wrong, and my mom was in my head saying, be yourself, just be yourself. God, oh God, 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 forgive me for my agnosticism, shit. I asked only once when the roses were high and still in bloom and the patriarch of laughter was broke and the bees were stinging. It was the fall and all things feisty were at hand on the palm of leaves and springing into my ear as if to sing a song, a wrong, a passage. When I asked her name, her eyes like bulbs on fire, shattering stained glass into the air, a mark to bear down forlorn and copious into my ear. As she said, she was wasn't interested in names, only mmm, adagio, mmm, allegro, mmm, creak, mmm, creak, mmm, creak, mmm, creak, mmm, creak. The sound of my bed is her head bob like the people in the window of a safari bus on rocky ground. I was teetering, I was tea and jam inside her thighs, lighting up the morning glories with all the sunshine I could combust at 14. With every mmm, creak, and allegro, mmm, creak, and allegro, mmm, mmm, uh-huh, uh-huh, that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. With a Stranger. Call it a one night stand, call it a stand of one. Either way, that was how we started. And I wanted her like candy. I wanted her like the ticket stuff from the first concert I have ever been to. Just to say that I was there and I played a part and it wasn't the part of her hair or her lips or anything only and anything but. It was her not having elsewhere to be or places to see and the bees stinging in my ear. Who cares about a name? Only a misconception, but mm, creak, mm, creak, mm, creak. But right now, the never, never is forever, just forever, and she is at fault. I, like everyone else I know, did not intend to be able, blame, or Kane dead, but inside my head she thumped and thumped and thumped her head against the bedboard and that dead poured look on her face, pan still and coffee thin, angry at the thought that I was in and I was out, no coat or scarf, just straight out the door, letting the bees in and the trees shouted through the wind, her name, her name, me trying to say it aimlessly in the middle of the day and her purse on my bedroom nightstand, standing at the night as if to say, come on, bring it on. You'll do it again, you know you'll do it again. And I never left, and neither did she. She still perks up and looks into my side to see the mark she might have left, but it's in my ear. The memory of the words I wanted to hear and the way she said, mm, uh, uh. I'm not interested in names. Just to stand up one, to just be honest. Take me by the hand and put my brain on hiatus. I'm coming for you, I'm coming for you. I'm, I'm coming for you, I'm coming for you. Mm, thump, mm, thump, mm, thump, on top of the head, on top of her head, on 
On top of the covert operation to disassemble my integrity. She left me without breakfast or her number. And I have learned all right, all right, all right, I say when I see her again, given in every time, as if she is a ticket stub that can return me back to that first concert. My face all of 14 and anxious for a bite inside my ear to hear Jane's addiction sing, Jane says, and says, and she's saying it now, my name, and asking once more, what's your name? She says, no, 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 not now. And down is up for me, and up is down for me, and never is enough for me. Uh-huh, because that's the way I like it. Give it up for Jeremy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do two more for you because you guys have been a really attentive audience and I wanna keep you that way and leave you that way. So um, this first one is in the process of almost being published. I don't know what the deal is with it, but uh, this is called On Reading. And um, I wrote this after this girl wrote this poem about crossing her legs in front of uh, her brother's best friend who thought was like really hot. And so I wrote it from my perspective because one, yeah, just because I had the same thing happen. Open book on your lap, hair a blonde jumble as you cross your legs. I can hear the skin sliding over skin and the pursing of your lips, like the sea chumming it up with some ships or the salt. And of your tongue like a red oval sun fighting against mine in the dark. I lilt and drown in the dime of flesh above the ankle strap of your left shoe. You uncross your legs and look at me, then dip your head toward the ground Draw your hair out with your fingers, past your face, and let it fall between your thighs. Skin brown as sand and as hot inside the living room, beneath 75-watt bulb and lampshade. You sit up one mile into my mouth and cross your legs again. Begin, do you like the way that sounds when my thighs brush against one another? The moon gets caught somewhere in a net as birds shut up. Unbuckle an ankle strap. Slip one foot barely out of your shoe. Listen to that. You can hear my foot arching, my legs smearing into one another. Sand glistens with sweat and trembles. Uncross legs and gather your hair behind your neck. Slip off your other shoe and claim that you are naked. I believe you and blame my imagination on the book covered in the folds of your dress. Uh, this last one um, I'm going to do for uh, Todd because um, he was talking about heroes, you know, and that, that, that poem was really kick-ass, man. But um, I, I was almost in an accident on my way back from the University of Wisconsin High Point, and there were like three of us in the car, and it was really creepy. So um, I got home, and I started thinking about this other accident I saw when I was like 10 in New Jersey, and I saw this lady get run over by a red truck, and it was really creepy. So um, this is for you guys. Well, for you, because, you know, for a stranger on I-90. I need to find my glasses. 
Lunge forward, hands like 21-year-old granite, firm, unbreakable, about to leave a mark on the back of the driver's seat. I am dreaming. Yes, it's getting closer. No, gaining ground. The black iron bumper of the rig, a Wisconsin drive in the night. The end of me? Six and one-third inches wide. Portable CD player, lost grip, and pummels me in the back of the head. Where are my glasses? I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me if we're found. Those black frames bent and choking glass from their rims. Someone say something. My foot is stuck beneath the seat. Grass in a distance. We're headed for the ditch. Yes, car tires, one steady screech, and halt. Headlights corner her between big rig and broken black car. A spotlight on her arms reaching through the night to grab the cords of a movie soundtrack and toss them back into a theater. A television set. She's missing her shoes as if to wave. Where are my glasses? Something's glistening on I-90 tonight. A book on how to interpret dreams for whom the bell tolls. Flashlights have her now. Truckers. Someone's in my car says, shit, breathe. Fingers in my pocket beating like ten bodies inside two bags. I want to know how to write it. Where are my glasses? Hands limped in front of us. Keep talking. Keep talking. Don't roll down the windows. Where are the police? Nine, one, already called. Please don't let me hear her say, help me. Glasses, a boot. Did she hold on to the door before it swung open after dragging for a quarter mile? Screaming, settling quietly into herself as though she'd done it a hundred times before. Careful, don't break them. Flashlights on her face, her head. Stay still, stay still. Why won't you just stay under her back a puddle? Still, she's on it, balancing the dotted line in the middle, the perforation between breaths. Her bottom lip sunken and lays like summertime, prematurely tinkering with the road. Where are my glasses? Fog above the road, tinkering with lives. Goodyear tires, bald black skin along the highway 2040 vision still did she kiss him goodbye or not hair recently thin fingers folding unfolding louder than rage and softer than rage like silent white flags in the headlights to give to give don't say it up reach for a cup of coffee in a waiting room with white walls her head is glistening resting Glasses, 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 glasses. I have to work tomorrow. Shit, someone says again, still holding on, the blood in the road to her clothes. I remember seeing a woman smothered beneath the undercarriage of a red Toyota truck when I was 10. New Jersey, 4th of July, sun, birds chirping. The rain is falling, having a time of itself somewhere with people making love around it. You, in the way of it, don't die in front of me. Your hands, stop staring. Trucker touching your neck, fingers over the steering wheel. So many steering wheels chanting in a junkyard like the one inside the car that obeyed physics. Differently than your body wanted. Somehow, differently, its windows broken. We back up like your eyes tonight. Rear window blown out like these words. Where are my glasses? I want to see it. I want to see it. I flutters, stops, opens like a moon in the wind, is gone. Thank you very much. You guys have been great. Suddenly I realized, she'd slipped me a mickey. My lips felt like two manhole covers. My tongue felt like it had hair on it. My ears started to ring. I felt like a dog. Woof! Woof, Huberman, woof! Come on, let's go out dancing. You put on your black dress, and I'll go shave my tongue. <laughs> 